live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Including a gigantic cube of electronics. That was uh, DigiKey. They made this big cube of electronics. That's so cool. Where uh, I wanted to kick off the show. We're very thankful that DigiKey is a partner of ours, and they show and share cool things like this. They do. They're always making and always sharing. I think so. like we we teach each other about electronics and marketing and yeah. producting and yeah. social media. So good, good I saw stuff. that on their Twitter account. Yeah. And uh, I grabbed that and I thought that'd be cool because it's. Uh, I mean, I made the joke. It's you add everything to cart and you hit print. Yes. That's what happens. Okay. okay. So we're doing All Ask an Engineer. Yes. Tonight. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. We're here for another hour-long Ask an Engineer. Uh, we're broadcasting live, as always, from the Adafruit Factory in downtown Manhattan. That's where we do all of our testing, coding, shipping, manufacturing, um, support, and videoing of electronic goodies that you know and love to use in your projects. And we've got an exciting show for you tonight. That's Very right. thankful hour, and that's it's right. Thanksgiving Eve. And everyone here is like baking their pies, or maybe they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's cool too. In which case you can be jealous of all the pies that we have, both raspberry and apple yeah. pie. Yeah. There's so ra uh, There's raspberry pies. There's also, we've got an exciting <laughs> show. we got a lot of yeah. Python news. We've got a lot of feather updates. We've got some Adabox news and updates, uh, new products and more. Yeah. Why don't we kick it off with this show? Get it started. All right. On tonight's show, the code is Thank You Eve because it's Thanksgiving Eve. Thank You Eve, 10% off in the different store, all the way up to 11:59 p.m. Eastern time. Everything except for gift certificates, AdaBox, and things like Code Academy courses. I will mm. give you a heads up. You could wait to buy stuff on Friday and Cyber Monday, but we'll be running out of stuff, and the sales aren't going to be that. And much And the different. discount is pretty much the same. It's not going to be that much different. Yeah. Um, but we did want to uh, give you a heads up and do this discount today, the day before Thanksgiving, 10% off. And every single person here at Adafruit, thanks all of you. You are the reason that we are in business. We have no loans, no venture capital, um, no help from anyone. <laughs> it is hard. We are out here alone doing this. All we have is each other. So thank you, everybody. Um, we do the show every week. We have a code every week. And uh, we know you appreciate it because you do put stuff in your cart once in a while. Lady Ada will talk about show and tell who is on the show and tell what they shared and more and a make code minute with jp that's python on hardware news time travel we're going to look around the world of makers hackers artists and engineers we have a very special sped up video that um, we're going to show 3d printing made in new york city factory footage some new products We'll answer your questions. We do that on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. If you haven't logged in in a while, please do, um, because it matters. <laughs> uh, we have 15,000 humans, but now Discord likes to see how many people are logging in on a frequent basis. So I'm going to start reminding folks to do that once in a while, too. Okay. So adafruit.it slash Discord. That's where we answer all the questions. We're going to do a top secret. We're going to answer a trivia question, which we give away something at the end of the show. All that and more on, you guessed it, Dun -dun -dun. Ask an Engineer. Okay, Lady Ada. Yeah. Let's uh, let's kick off the show. Um, don't forget the coach. Thank you. Thank you. Eve. Um, there's all the deals going on right now. We have what freebies. What do get for free? While supplies last, if you order $99 or more, you get a free Promoproto half-size breadboard. These are handy. We see them in projects all the time. You can take your solderless breadboard project and solder it onto the solderful Promoproto uh, to make your project permanent. At... Um, one ninety, sorry, one hundred dollars is the Perma Proto. One ninety nine, it's free shipping in the continental United States. That's UPS trackable shipping. We'll talk about shipping in a moment too, because especially for the holidays, it's important to talk about it as snow is being dumped all over the United States. At two fifty or higher, you get a free IO year of Adafruit IO Plus. 
That's our online Internet of Things platform. And with IO Plus, you get more feeds, more data, more bandwidth, more everything. Um, so you'll get a card you can redeem for a free year. You can use or give it away. And at 299 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express, our all-in-one development board for use with Arduino, Code.org, CS Discovery, Circuit Python, MakeCode, MakerBlocks, TinyGo, MicroLisp, or other fine languages. Okay. Those are freebies. Those are the freebies. All right. Shipping. Um, yeah. And uh, how, do those freebies work during all these discounts? They do. If you, you yes, if you get 10% off, which you can with thank you, Eve, you will also uh, get, if your total after the discount and all that is above 99, 149, 199, or yeah. 299, you'll get the freebies. And of course, at every level, you get the previous freebies okay. as well. All right. Um, check out our site for all the shipping and holidays reminders. Yes. You should use UPS and you should use DHL please, for international. Please use these. Postal, you are gambling. Anytime you use Postal between now and um, the holidays. You're risking it. It's, so it's not guaranteed. I'm going to say don't do it. Yeah, please don't do it. Because what happens is you melt down and everyone's disappointed with you and then you take it out on us. I and know. That's not fair. And we really, believe you, we, we ruin like four Christmases every year <laughs> so because we like, Postal. I ordered on the 23rd and I checked and I just did first class and it's not in California yet. You ruined yeah. you ruined my Christmas. It's and like, especially with um, snowstorms, climate, the world as it is, who knows. Um, Planet Earth don't wait doesn't till want last, us here anymore. Don't wait till the last minute. It's because, giving all the signals. Yeah, if you order on the 23rd, 24th, you know, and there's a storm or the road is closed or an airport is delayed, you're not going to yeah. get it. So please, and remember, guarantees are suspended in December. So it, next day is like almost certainly next day, but it's not guaranteed anymore in December because it is such a busy holiday. Yep. Whew. Okay. Same day delivery in New York City. Um, if you check out before 11 a.m. and it's a zip code in Manhattan that we can get it to you, we have same day delivery. Show and tell, people around the world showing and sharing their projects. We are thankful all year long and every year for all the people that come on the show and There's tell. There's always people coming and by. this week, what was on the show and tell? Who was there? What did they share? Well, we had a bunch of Adafruit folks. Noah and Pedro showed off some 3D printed ornaments. This week they're taking uh, the week off because, of course, it's three Thursdays or Wednesdays, it's thanks. It's Thanksgiving. So next week they're gonna be uh, posting a couple different designs for 3D printed ornaments using uh, Circuit Playgrounds and TFT or Ink Gizmos. They have a couple of designs and also a spinner gizmo. And they have a beautiful tree that they're showing off, um, including like a lithograph design for like a backlight, a backlight lithograph design using a Circuit Playground. Um, and they just have a really cool home and they've got like the fake fireplace as well, which is kind of neat. Brian went to DesignerCon, which is a, a conference for like, like any kind of crafting and art designing. Um, some code there, but not as much as other conferences. It's mostly about uh, art skills and techniques. And he picked up a Necronaut, which are undead um, astronauts, which we agreed is going to be a lot cheaper than sending humans into space. No, they're humans. They're human. They're humanoids. They're alive. But they're dead, so they don't have to breathe and eat. So that's a good idea if you can get a space program. Yeah. Like that, yeah. No, it's not a bad idea. And he got a resin kit, and uh, he's working on some more sensors. Uh, so watch out if you're if you're a six DOF or a nine DOF sensor, or a three DOF sensor. Brian's coming for you. Um, Melissa came by and showed off. She's been doing a lot more graphics and display stuff. She uh, updated the guide for the ink TFT gizmo. Sorry, the ink gizmo. We had the TFT gizmo now the ink gizmo. Um, and she made an Arduino library, and I think also working on the CircuitPython library for that, um, so people can add e ink or TFT to the Circuit Playground projects, which is super fun. 
Scott uh, has been enjoying the Ian Gizmo and is attached to the Circuit Playground Bluefruit and demoed ANCS, which I like to call ANCS, which is the Apple Notification something service, um, uh, where you can have iOS devices, your tablet or your phone, those little notifications that pop up and like are always telling you like, you know, you have a tweet or a message or a Slack message. Um, those are now sent uh, and paired to the Circuit Playground Bluefruit so it would appear on uh, the Circuit Playground display, which is really neat because you are now using, you can basically make an Apple Watch, but with a Circuit Playground Bluefruit. So that's gonna be yeah. a really fun uh, project. So that's in progress uh, and uh, maybe a guide in a couple of weeks. And then um, Phil B, Paint Your Dragon with painting triangles. Uh, he's always uh, bringing out the pixels. This time he's experimenting with an 800 by 480 TFT display. Um, one of the biggest displays we've ever used. Uh, this time um, he's using it with a 16-bit parallel interface on uh, uh, Grand Central. And he kind of had to hack it together because it turns out we didn't have 16 consecutive pins on a on a boundary for DMA, but whatever. Um, but we might uh, design a board to take advantage of using this kind of high resolution display. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but he got it working and he, he got it displaying very fast, about 30 frames per second, uh, thanks to the fast 16-bit um, wide DMA push. And uh, he's got more pixel stuff coming on the way. Uh, Reef Pie um, came by, uh, they had written a guide um, a couple guides on Learn on the ReefPi project, and they're going to be updating it to use open hardware pH sensors. So uh, if you have a ReefPi or you have a Reef and you want to automate it, add uh, pumps and uh, lights and sensors and heater control, and you'll also be able to add open hardware pH sensing, which is important to keep your um, fish happy, which is good because we're going to run out of fish. And then Spacey is working on uh, new ways of programming NeoPixels using um, more algorithmic um, computer-based systems to like simulate NeoPixels and then generate Arduino code that's uploaded to uh, your Arduino running NeoPixel library. Okay, all participants on the show and tell. Get a not seen on the show and tell sticker. If you're a kid, please have a parent and or adult send that email. Okay. Okay. Uh, JP's workshop is not going to be on tomorrow. Because he's eating pie. That's right. However, we do have the Make Code Minute from oh, last sweet. week. So let's play this, and JP's show will return next week. Okay. For our Make Code Minute today, I'm going to show you how you can decode the pulses from a rotary dial telephone using a Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code. See, what I'm doing when I start up that matters here is I'm setting one of the pins to be a pull-up, uh, to use an internal pull-up resistor, and that's how we're going to detect pulses on the dial. Um, so essentially a rotary dial telephone, when you turn the dial, it then is a um, momentary switch inside that's going to be flicking a, a um, circuit or connection on and off. So the next thing we do is we set a little timestamp, and this is called previous timestamp, and it's set to millis. Millis is something you can get from this control category, and it allows you to get the current time when something happened in elapsed milliseconds. We're also setting a variable called new number to true. Uh, so that means the first time we dial, we're essentially, the logic is going to think this is a new number we're dialing. Then this loop here, 
uh, what it does, it counts pulses and it updates NeoPixels, how this works. If the uh, pin on A5 is red, so it's gone, gone low to ground, then we're going to set a new, uh, a different variable as a timestamp, so we'll be able to compare it to that first one. It's called dial start timestamp. And then we have this little if else statement, and what it does is, like the comment says, if the pulse that it receives is within 90 milliseconds um, of the start timestamp, then this is the dial turning, not a person starting a new number. Uh, then when I receive a pulse, I set a NeoPixel to red, and then we increment a counter so that every time it pulses during this journey, it's going to light up a NeoPixel red. Uh, if that timestamp is uh, broad enough, then this is a new number that was starting. Now, the way that we're using this is actually also as an HID keyboard, so it'll enter, it's not only decoding the pulses, but it's entering them into uh, a computer. I have a Raspberry Pi set up over there. So when a, uh, a, a timestamp says this is not a um, new digit inside of the dial, but it's, we've completed going 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, the pause there is big enough that it says, oh, that must be the, we're, we're done counting those little clicks, that's a 7. Uh, so then it types a 7 into the uh, HID keyboard. In the case that I use a 0, that's actually going to count 10 pulses, but I'm sending a 0 instead of a 10. So what you'll see is I have a rotary dial telephone, I have Circuit Playground Express in our little case here, and I've got, you can see, a little uh, window open with numbers. So if I dial, let's say a 4, it just counted 4 pulses, and then the pause was long enough that it decided it was done counting pulses, and it typed in a 4 there. So we can do an 8, we can do one, we can do another one. We can go all the way up to the zero, and we get the zero rather than 10, and so on. So this is able to count that timing precisely enough to decode the rotary dial telephone. And that is how you can decode a rotary dial telephone using Circuit Playground Express and use it as an HID keyboard input device for, let's say, entering in numeric passwords uh, or as part of a uh, puzzle or an escape room type of thing, or maybe you open your secret vault with it. I don't know how you're going to use it, but that's how you do it right inside of MakeCode. And that is your MakeCode Minute. That was a pretty cool video, but I really think JP phoned it in. Oh. oh. All right. Um, I did want to say, um, because, you know, we're doing all these, these thank-ins, um, special thanks to Microsoft MakeCode and all the team members there um, who are in Microsoft Research and also work on this. Um, they did a lot of cool stuff uh, this year and, of course, before this year, yeah. but what they've been able to do with MakeCode, so if you have a Circuit Playground Express or you know, go to MakeCode and look at our boards, um, they really make it easy to get started and make really amazing things, whether it just be uh, blocks or JavaScript or static Python with like a Circuit Playground or really amazing arcade games um, and you know, kids can make it. Yeah. So um, that amount of simplicity means that someone did so much work behind the scenes and they really did yeah. so thank you very much maybe i'll send a link to this the time code and say uh, thank you yeah i know and it's been a, such an amazing journey we've been working with them for like a, you know two two and a half years now yeah. and it's really powerful what you can do with make code i mean it's really helped a lot of people it's who open source would never have gotten into building yeah. with electronics they did everything right and uh, i'm going to continue to keep working hard to get as many people to use MakeCode as possible. I know we're up there with, uh, you know, the Minecraft, mm -hmm. so microbit stuff, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I'm going to keep working hard to just get this in the, the hardware in the hands of as many people as possible. Because once you use MakeCode, it's like, wow, this is so easy to use. I get so much so much uh, stuff done. Uh, I'm not 
worried about like downloading this IDE or whatever, I can just get going. Yeah. And then for people who want to make video games, the MakeCode Arcade is just fantastic. There's nothing else as powerful and as, as simple and that's like it. So mm. anyways, thank you, MakeCode. Neat stuff. Okay. It's time for some Python on hardware news. Yay, Blinka. Okay. V. CircuitPython 5.0 Beta 0 is released. Uh, we mentioned this before, mentioned again, please go to circuitpython.org slash downloads, update your board, try out the beta, give us any feedback. You can find us on Discord. You can open up an issue on GitHub. Um, CircuitPython 5 is only good because of all of you out there. So Yeah, we've um, really cemented the Bluetooth Low Energy library and API, so that's a big part of it. STM32 support has greatly improved. Uh, people have who have STM32 F4 boards can probably add them in and get them supported uh, yeah. in CircuitPython builds now. All right, Python snicked its way to the newsstand, and this is stuff that was on the newsstand, and it just happens to be CircuitPython. So Hackspace Magazine was on the stands, Wearable Tech Projects, Sophie Wong, uh, with all of her projects there. Um, also, there's a really good Wired Pick It Up, by the way. It's one of my favorite covers that they've done. Um, additionally, here's a bunch of Python books. Things are Python, Python, turning Python. into Python, and the Magpie back there had Python stuff. Um, it is a Python world we're living in, and I'm so glad and thankful that we have something for all the people who know Python. You could do electronics now. So go to your local newsstand, take a look around. The times are changing. Speaking of, this is the latest issue of Hackspace Magazine. We are thankful for them because they managed to put together a magazine every month, and it's fantastic. I used to work at lots of different magazines. I know it goes into it. Um, Hackspace Magazine, Maker Christmas. It has a ton of great Adafruit things. Um, they all run CircuitPython. Um, a lot of our stuff ended up on the cover. Thank you for that. Maker Christmas presents. This is just some of them. Playground Bluefruit, TFT Gizmo, Cricket, Grand Central. There's also a fantastic article about Circuit, Python, and Bluetooth low energy that Ben wrote. And don't forget, um, it's all free. You can download it. You can also buy an issue. But if you subscribe, you get a Circuit Playground Express. So subscriptions that are 12 months get a Circuit Playground Express. Cool. Okay. In the world of CircuitPython on hardware, uh, this is from Cedar Grove, I believe. Yeah, it usually is. It is Cedar Grove Studios. This is the AD52245 digital pot breakout board, and it has a simple implementation of the analog devices I2C 10K ohm chip. So check this out. There's CircuitPython code for it and more. Lots of folks got their Adafruit Edge badges powered by CircuitPython. You can check out Alex's uh, full post about this, a weekend full of hacking and projects realized. And this was a parts per million CO detector that you can uh, hook up and it just works with a laser and a- Well, we already a had badge. a driver for, you know, we have a driver yeah. for a lot of these um, sensors. So you probably just yep. piped it in and ready to go. Okay. And then a bit of computing design, how to post up Hackaday Super Conference by Jeremy Cook, an incredible collection of people and tech. This is another thing I'm thankful for is uh, I started Hackaday. Um, it still looks like this. I designed the logo and I had the look and feel. It has capital letters yeah. now. But I'm so thankful that the site's still around. The cool people are running it and it's not a garbage site that's just um, spam or gone or whatever. It's you know 15 years later and it's still around. So very cool to see people enjoying the, something I started a long time ago. Um, this is neat. Uh, this person is from Particle, so they, they have really good electronic taste. They make all those sculptures. And uh, here's a comment. 
This beautifully designed batch of Matafruit was given out Supercon this year, and it's packed with so many things. My favorite was the NES emulator that allows you to simply drop games on it. I didn't even know that one could run an emulator on Tiny Micro Sam D51. That's right, we have a drag and drop. It's called Arcada, and you can drag and drop um, little games on it anymore. It's cool. This came from Chris. It'd forgive us all edge badges running Circuit Python. It blew people's mind to see how easy Circuit Python is to use. With Scott here to tell us all about the it's, development. It's so easy to use. It's like it's it, it's violating a yeah. rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people get mad how easy it is. They're like, no, you know, it's just too easy. I want to be in the bare metal. Anyways, um, good luck with that. Posted talks. Up, uh, yeah, some talks and more. Thea Flowers says, excellent talk. Please go check it out. Synth, synth, synth. Becky Button has this very cool Welcome to Circuit Playground Express light GUI. This is for Becky's term project. And this is code in CircuitPython that makes code in CircuitPython. Ooh, so, interesting. Uh, Becky posted up a little preview, and uh, we'll post more as we see it. Speaking of Hackaday, they posted up this. This is a feather-based CircuitPython sculpture. The uh, eyes and so the mouth cute. that code is in CircuitPython, and then, of course, it's a feather. Melissa ran some boards. This was originally designed by Deshipu. Uh, Melissa sent these boards to Oshpark. It has the uh, After Dark. Uh, theme. So this is a Blinka, and this is a functional uh, circuit Python board. Max, who was on our show, has a new round of SAM32 boards fresh out of the oven, and you can learn how to build all of these yourself. This is a very cool project, a very cool uh, set of documentation, and Max is one of the people who is putting circuit Python in space. This is a preview from Electronic Cats, one of our favorite open source hardware companies. This is not released yet. It's um, one of their new boards, Feather format, and runs CircuitPython. Here is some conductive thread that happens to be running a Circuit Playground board. You can see this. Very cool. Mm, hello world. Yeah. Like easy. Easy yep. snap as your finger. That's right. These are 3D printed NeoPixel powered tree ornaments. Yeah, they're like attached to the tree. This is like a scene from Avatar. I know. What's going on? It's like, it's like the tree's alive. This is from Maker Faire, Rhode Island. And, uh, you know, it's super cool to run. I like how they're just like, look, we right can't afford that. the giraffe. Yeah. But what we got is... Yeah, this is uh, Sparky the... We got a unicorn. The pixel unicorn. Yeah, it's cool. Well, the giraffe's huge. Yeah. So this is cool. I got some little cart. Oh. Hey. I think that was one of the kids that was on Mythbusters. Yeah. Uh, junior. Okay, this is... Uh, code and more and hacks that folks are making with the edge badges. This is Pong. All right, ping pong. Here's a cool hat. And uh, of course, it does more. It's important to have gigantic eyeballs that glow. That's right. On your hat. And uh, this is one of my favorite projects. This is a NeoPixel enhanced suitcase. So the NeoPixels glow. And uh, before everyone says TSA, TSA, you know, there's you can have batteries and things. Don't don't go on Twitter and yell at people when they show their projects that it's something that might go on an airplane. Like, no one wants that. And if you see someone, tell them to stop doing that. Stewardess, no sis me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then this is an LED hinge. This is uh, powered by a feather. No, it's like a trinket M0. M0. Sorry, it was a trinket M0, that's right. Yeah, trinket M0, and I think CircuitPython and some NeoPixels. Nice ring. Yeah. This is from Geek Mom. And Geek Mom is coming up with a line of wearable electronics. And this one happens to be a backpack. I think it's going to work out really well. This is cool. I yeah. like this. So this you, goes you in a backpack in your... and it uses a micro bit. Micro bit. 
and it's a clear backpack, and I think kids have to use clear backpacks now. Um, so you could put all the electronics in there and more. Okay. This was a um, STM feather that we made, and yeah, this look. person is using this to tell the temperature of their chili lobby. And they're using CircuitPython and those quick cables. It's really yeah. great. We, we tried to make it as easy as possible and for move. people. And move. So it's just like so fast, All two right. minutes. This is using Circuit Playground Express Blue Fruit and our Blue Fruit app, and this is Elf waving. Hi, Elf. Hi, Elf. Hi, Elf. Hello. Hello. This is a bunny NeoPixel mask. This is so cool. Look at how beautiful this is. Yeah. So it's like so hot, but still so yeah. hot. It's so hot and so hot. And then it goes like bam. Yeah, and then uh, this is what it looks like with the fur. Look, and they did like the it. mapping and everything. Yeah. It's so much effort. Not easy at all. Isn't that cool? All right. And then um, here's something I'm excited about. So one of my favorite makers that does companion robots is Jorvan, and Jorvan is working on a new set of companion robots using Cricut, and that means more people will be able to remake and make them. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Jorvan, if you need some more electronics, let me know. I'll send you out some stuff. Dishpoo is working on a new Pew Pew. Pew Pew, Pew M4. M4, yeah. See this. I feel like he said that he said it's like, this is it. This is like the final. Nah, it's never over. It's never over, though. And, I agree. Uh, here's, a, right. yeah, here's an expanded view, exploded view, as they say. Um, we have some new boards on circuitpython.org. We're up to 87 boards, one of the most recent ones. We have a couple of PRs coming in, yeah, and so you'll probably see, you know, go get a couple dozen more soon. Yep. For the Edge badge, which is actually the same as the, the Pi badge. And then every week, um, our team in the newsletter posts up what they're up to. It's my favorite section on the newsletter. Um, this is from Brian Statius, and these are just some of the breakouts and some of the boards that Brian is working on. You can tune into uh, the latest from Brian, Melissa, Scott, Dan, Jepler. Just everybody's getting involved. I know. It's good. And uh, GitHub's archiving all the open source out there and they're putting in like a bunker um, archive program github.com. So of course, what do we do? Uh, we made a countdown timer it's using CircuitPython. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. If, it, if you have code on GitHub, it's all going to get archived together, which is interesting because it's like not just code, it's actually a really interesting like social snapshot yeah. of like humanity and what were we so, interested in. So be nice on GitHub, everybody, because yeah. someone is going to look at it a thousand years from now. They're going to be like, damn, that's okay. a mean issue. There are some updates on Linux, um, and a lot of it has to do with all sorts of things that's in our world, um, RISC-V, MIPS, ARM. You name it, there's a lot of stuff going on. Check it out. That's why I link to it, because a lot of us are doing Python, which happens to be on Linux or Raspberry Pi. So check it out. And that is Python Hardware News for the week. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Blinka, blinka, blinka. Okay, uh, next up, let's do some time travel. Ooh, what happened? Yeah, uh, time travel. There's a lot of things going on, and this week I wanted to start off with one. Uh, thank you, everyone, the entire community, for um, fueling the, the Python on Hardware newsletter. We get a lot of tips, people Great us content. on all the different places, mm. and we're able to collect it up um, internally here at Adafruit, and we'll have this post up tomorrow. Um, we say, hey, if anyone want to post up what they're thankful for, uh, optional, you don't have to, you know, we don't, we don't care if you send something in. But folks do. I'm just going to read some of them because there's a lot. 
So here's some, what, what some of the folks here at Adafruit sent in. I'm thankful for our community, all the wonderful people who share their projects and enthusiasm and knowledge, and their terrific forum and Discord moderators who help make it all tick. This year I undertook a leap unlike any I've ever encountered in person online and Adafruit, and I found love, support, caring, and friendship. I am so thankful for these blessings this year, along with my loving family and dark chocolate, my old friend. Um, I'll skip to the next one down here. I'm thankful to be able to drop into an amazing place like New York City where it always feels easy to reconnect with family and friends. And then, uh, let's see, I'm thankful to be finally back home where me and my son are surrounded by family, friends, and a whole lot of love. Um, thankful for family and close friends. Thankful for income, a place to live, living in New York City and health. I'm overwhelmingly thankful for this uh, indescribable beauty of natural world. I'm thankful for the freedom to be creative. Lots of thanks. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have our posts out tomorrow. Um, uh, I usually do a post where we, you know, we say thank you to our community and all of our customers. And we uh, post the same thing we do every year and say, this is our promise. Um, we're not going to sell your email list. Um, we're always going to do the right thing. We're not going to put ads on our site. We're not going to put that pop-up thing on front of everybody. You know, when you go to a website, there's a big pop-up and it says, you, they force you to subscribe. We don't even have like the weird cookie thing. Yeah, where they force you to subscribe to the newsletter. We yeah. don't do that. We have a separate site called Adafruit Daily that we, where we do our newsletters. We wanted to prove that we will never mingle your account with things that you want to do, like sign up for mailing lists that are topical. Totally. So um, we'll put all that there. And you know, the list is going on, growing uh because we keep making more promises. Yeah. And uh, you think companies over time make less promises. Start, starting with no Christmas tree kits all the way up yeah. to your privacy is important to us. Yeah. And uh, if you run something like um, like Privacy Badger, you can tell that we respect all the privacy on no, your site. No, you don't even have like Do Not Track. We have, we it's actually a problem because I have it on, so I have to constantly click through to yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know what? We'll, we're thankful for lots of things, but I'm going to try to make sure it's focused on, you know, technology and, and the electronic space. Because you can get, like... I can go into all sorts of different worlds, but I'm going to try to keep it very razor focused on here's what we're thankful for in the in the electronic maker world um, specifically. So we'll look for that tomorrow. Um, December 2nd and 3rd, Mountain View, California, the ARM IoT Summit. Good news, the people there are getting these edge badges. And uh, there are four different workshops that are going on at this event. And you can learn how to make all the stuff. You can use TensorFlow. Um, December 2nd, there's uh, from 11 to 12, Adafruit badge making. It's uh, the same time on December 3rd, and then at 2.40 p.m. to 3.50 um, on each day, Adafruit badge making, and it's a badge workshop. You can learn how to use all this stuff. Um, there's machine learning hardware out there, but it's very uh, difficult to use. We made it very easy, so within one minute, you know, you have a screen, you get visual feedback, you press a button, um, you can also have it set up to always listen, and it's not connected to the web. This is all edge. So um, one of the things, if you go, compare our hardware with everything else out there. We want ours to be the easiest, the best, and uh, let us know what else we can do to improve our machine learning hardware. We're easy to get a hold of. Okay, we're an open source hardware company. It's true. And uh, we have an announcement. We joined the Zephyr Project. Da -da -da. Yay! So um, one of the things that we're seeing is... Uh, especially with our partner like uh, Nordic. Uh, they're using um, Zephyr yeah. IoT, it's a real-time operating system. They're using that for their chips. So we have to keep up with them. And we looked and we're just like, wow, like Zephyr's up to a lot of cool stuff. Um, maybe we should join. So uh, special thanks to Kate. Maybe I'll say, yes. like, hey, thanks Kate. Thanks, thanks for making Kate. this happen. Um, we join and that also gets us in the Linux Foundation. Yeah. So we'll have a voice in a lot of important decisions or, or as things come up, we'll say, hey, here's what we're up to. Here's the hardware we're up to. Zephyr folks, you know, check this out. 
Yeah, so, we uh, thought about like a year ago doing, we, you know, we've done some stuff with, a long time ago we did stuff with Embed and we also did stuff with Minute. Um, but I think Zephyr is kind of an interesting RTOS that we'll probably be using a lot more. Um, you know, it's the chips now are so powerful and so capable that uh, it's a good idea to have an RTOS take care of things like security and connectivity and, and all your tasks. So I think Zephyr is like a lightweight but um, well portable um, RTOS and it, it already supports a bunch of Adafruit stuff. Yeah. And it's got like all sorts of neat add-ons. So um, it's kind of interesting to see where it goes, I think it's people have a lot of choices right now, which is which is great. Yeah, so um, so we're a member. Uh, we're also a member of the RISC Five Foundation, and we um, will announce it soon. Um, the Laura Alliance, mm. and uh, you're on the board of the Raspberry Pi Foundation, and that's pretty much most of them. Um, and we also contribute to the Python Foundation and more. But we're going to try to uh, make sure we're just as active as we are in the community with some of these special interest groups. Yeah. So uh, we bring in like the open source stuff of Adafruit and then, you know, cool hardware and also just different points of view. Yeah. So I think it'll be cool. All right. Adafruit IO newsletter will be shipping out soon. Brent sent me a preview and I'm like, cool. So if you like IoT stuff, he said this was one of the best months for news. October. Look at this. This is a pretty nice. October, stop. there was a lot of there was a lot of like you know. Oh, you know, I have to sign up because I don't. I'm not you signed sign up, up to the IoT. October, there was a lot of IoT companies going out of biz. November, way more positive, way more interesting. Lots more hardware, lots more good news, and of course, Brent mentioned that uh, we have a couple things going on. Free year of IO. It's part of the tier, and we're also giving away a uh, buy one give one with Black Girls Code for Google AIY. So sign up I, for that. I love how he like uses your like the Circuit Python style like lots of images and links that's what people want you know what um works so everyone likes pictures what's the point of having these color screens and and these beautiful uh 4k displays and and retina displays uh we're multimedia creatures yeah um that's why i think newsletters should be as they should look as interesting as the the content that you're reading yeah you should be able to look at it and say i like that I look like you can skim, you can skim through and say these are all the things i want to learn about okay the take flight with feather contest is on the march like donkey kong it is flying it's taken off um there's over 35 entries i think already it's one of the fastest uh uh entered contests mm -hmm. uh Hackaday told me so congratulations everyone out there all you have to do is think of a feather wing there's some people designing them lots of different categories um you have until january 1st so Got plenty of time. You're going to be filled with uh, turkey and chocolate and, and candy and all that stuff soon. So uh, why not think of a cool feather wing design and then don't go to the gym. Don't do not do anything. You'll do that after January 1st. Yeah. Build and design this thing because the deadline's January 1st. I know. This is a great way. I'm going to be designing a feather or two yeah. this weekend too. So come on. Come on, everybody. Get your cat yeah. cat eagle cats out. Eat In some pie. Other feather news. It's all about pie. SparkFun released the Sci-5. I, I, let me. I have to look up the. It's the Freedom it. F. Yeah, I have to F10. Look up the name. But SparkFun now has a. Uh, this is a feather. Feather takes flight. Yay! It's called the Red V. Sorry, the Red Five Thing Plus. The SparkFun Red Five Thing Plus, and it's the Sci Five Risk Five, FE three one zero SOC. Mm, that's right. So that's a new feather out, and we're happy to see the feather format, taking flight, taking off. And then here is a um, feather Canvas. Yeah, and this is a Canvas, and this is from Orion. 
And uh, moving on, Lady Ada, we have 2,062 guides. We do. We had a bunch of guides. Tell me what's on the board week. This week. Okay. So we had a new guide, uh, Understanding USB Type-C Cables. This is kind of a massive guide, and I'll say that this is a living document because I know that there's... Never going to be over. There's other things that maybe we forgot, or there's like little exceptions. People, if you see anything that you're like, hey, there's something that y'all didn't get quite right yeah. because we had to dig through a lot of USB-C information. So it's not guaranteed to be Yeah, let me give a little yet. origin story with this. Um, first, this is the chart we made. We couldn't find a chart that had all the USB stuff, so we're like, we're going to make a chart. Yeah. This is everything you need This to is know. a good chart. And we're going to have an update. But I have a little USB cable that it's powers my life. And they're this big, and they're like, they're the super high-end ones. It's the Thunderbolt. Ones. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, someone borrowed it, and I was paralyzed. I couldn't do anything. No, your life was over. I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, no. And so then I ordered one that, I, that said it was the same thing. It wasn't. And so that didn't work. And I, I got the cable back and everything. But then I'm just like, you know what? Let me I, let me find a guide for all this. There was nothing. It was sketchy. It was spammy. There were some like YouTube videos. And so I asked Isaac to help out with this and the rest of our team. And there's people that are uh, also taking a look at it. But we did a good first pass, I think. But yeah, check it out. And um, this is, we might just be known for this one day. Oh yeah, Adafruit made that chart that time. This is a good. This is a good chart, but I like especially the associated symbols. If you look on the cables, they do have those symbols, so that can that can be really helpful. But not all of them. We also have a, a twin twinsy guide. We've got the TFT Gizmo Animated Eye and the Cyberpunk Santa Eye. So uh, Phil B ported over uh, the original like Halloween M Zero animated eye code to um, the TFT Gizmo. This isn't the new Monster Mask style like high end um, code because we wanted to make sure it could run on like an M0 and uh, Circuit Playground Bluefruit. But um, if you have a gizmo and you want to have an eyeball appear on it, we now have all the UF2s. There's a couple different options. Um, so they're not customizable as easily, but you can get some pretty cool designs on there. And then you can see um, JP made a uh, cyberpunk Santa eye using some uh, Eva foam and uh, a Santa costume. We have from Aaron um, Blue Fruit Luminary Lanterns with capacitive touch. These are really beautiful cut laser uh, laser or vinyl cut lanterns with a circuit playground Blue Fruit in them, and they use capacitive touch to change modes, or you can use the app. We've got a guide on making a uh, snow globe with all sorts of different options using the circuit playground Blue Fruit. So how to make a snow globe, uh, this is a popular guide in the winter. And then different effects that make um, the snow or glitter that you put inside look extra yeah. good. And you went over um, this one, right? You got this that's one. that. That's the TFD Gizmo that's the TFD one. Gizmo one. Yeah. And then this also went along with this one. Yep. And that's JP's project that he built with that guide. Yeah. And then we also have the luminaries. The luminaries. Yeah. She made a, you can make a single one or you can make a, a set of three. And then the front, there's a capacitive touch. That's the guides. Yeah. All right. And then let's play this little video from Aaron uh, that had the uh, lanterns. Design and create beautiful luminary lanterns on a vinyl cutter or laser cutter. Place a Circuit Playground blue fruit inside and switch between light and color animations over Bluetooth or control them with capacitive touch switches. Fill your home with light. See the full build tutorial over on the Adafruit Learning System, and remember to subscribe for more fun DIY projects. And that is 
the guides that we have this week, all 2062. I am so thankful that Justin and Tyler and Sheehan and all the people behind the scenes made learn.adafruit.com. This and is look at the new the look. I mean, it's even best resources really... online. It's free. It'll always be free. Um, it's PDF for educators Thousands that they print guides. out. You can go there, and we're always working on the interface and 2062 guides. All of them. Wow, we just had like 2000 like last week. All, all of them um, that, wow. that uh, you look at. And special thanks to Anne, who is the editor and helps all these get to the excellent state they are for all of you. Okay. Okay. Some made in New York City factory footage. Go machines. Take it away, Adafruit Factory. be an Adafruit manufacturing segment without a sunrise or sunset outside the windows of where the picket places are. That's nice. Nice. Yeah, we've gotten great, great sunset. It was like 60 degrees yesterday. There's not going to be mm. snow tomorrow. Um, the rest of the country has snow, but we don't stop. Yes. Um, here is our 3D printing speed up of the week. and. Y'all are this probably saying, legal. well, y'all are probably saying, boy, I really miss knowing Pedro's video that they normally have. But you know what? This is going to make up for it. Yeah. This is a sped up baby, baby Yoda. Which they're taking I, down. I, I think uh, it's something the Empire would do. I know, by right? the way. But, um, and they would also try to kill a baby Yoda. Um, but here, here's the thing. I used to, you know, say, oh, you know, 3D printers, folks just print a Yoda head and that's over. I think it's okay to print a 3D baby Yoda for a while. That's true. You did say like enough Yoda heads, but now it's like we have like enough Yoda back. heads, but we do not have enough baby Yoda heads. That's fine. So, okay. Baby Yoda, speed up. Okay. Take it away. Fair enough.
know, I think it's. I think it should just be called hairless mogwais. <laughs> I think that's why I like Baby Yoda because it, it looks is, like a mogwai. It, it, it's got the big eyes, hair, yeah. the that's big eyes, and the big ears. I might not like. You know, it might not be that I like Baby Yoda. It might just be I want a hairless mogwai. Okay. Um, no and Pedro okay. show will return next week. Here is your final and last reminder, everyone. Um, Look, folks. Here's the deal. This is the thing. We actually have numbers. What's the number, Phil? Give here's, me the number. Here's the deal. So, um, Adabox, we only, you know, we have thousands that we send out. Correct, but there we have a, to make them. There, we, have, we make them and we ship them. There is an exact amount of time it takes for that. Yes. So, eventually, we have to say we close off subscriptions because even though it would be nice to have a million subscribers, we can't do it. So, as of right now, this second, you need to go and order one because we only have dun, 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 27 subscriber slots open. That's it. After that, it's over. So, if you want to get one of these for yourself or and get one and give many. one as a gift... 27 is going to be gone by tomorrow. Yeah, we, we usually have like 10 to 20 go, so especially around the holidays. So I'm if you want to give it as a gift, right now. if you want them to get it starting next month, do it now. You got to do it now. Yeah. So um, I'm putting it in all the chats because it is the gift to give and it keeps on giving. So this is an excellent one for the youngins. Um, I'm going to put it in all of the chats because we're in like. We stream to everything now, um, so it takes me a minute to get this to every spot, but I think I got it. And then, um, let me, oh, no, there's one more left. Oh. Okay, there's 27 left. Now that I did this, it'll even be less. Yep. Um, there is, okay, exactly 27. Okay, we'll check in after new Yeah, box. we'll tell you how many you have left. Um, we've been doing this for a few years. Um, you can look at all the tweets. People really like it. We always come up with something delightful and surprising. Um, I can tell you a hint. It will be something with Circuit, Circuit Python. Python. Yeah, it will be. And something maybe holiday themed. Yeah, it will be. And uh, please, 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 uh, if you want to get one, this is it. This is the very last round of... Uh, we won't be talking about Adabox until the unboxing in December. And then the next one that will be shipping, yeah. uh, you know, next year. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, do the code. Okay. Thank you, Eve. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, for being part of this community, whether you've been here for a long time or you just got here. Uh, this is the code, 10% off, Adafruit Store, all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Lady Ada, we have a bunch of new products this week. Sing it. All right. New, 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 Okay. Never a lesson. Um, what? Never a lesson. You never you never took singing lessons. No. Not, a lot of people assume you did. La. Okay. New. <laughs> uh, okay. What's this? Can I can I see what these? Where are yeah, they? these are these fun glasses. Um, we're doing so many projects with NeoPixel LEDs. I thought we'd get these fun glasses that I always think are a great way to make your LED project better. So like LED project, okay, ooh, okay, kind of fun, kind of cool. But like, look at how much better it is when you've got these glasses. Life looks better with these. Everything. Generally speaking, looks cooler and better so you can actually also use these for like um there's various physics projects you can do with these glasses as well because they can be they have like a diffraction grading um but what i think they're neat for is if you have uh, especially point sources like leds or neopixels not good for uh like el wire um or like diffused silicone covered leds but um you know these are like a buck and they just make your project shine a little brighter okay Next up, give the gift that keeps on grounding. That's right. This is an anti-stamp mat. We had a people, couple people asking why we didn't have as much ESD stuff. We have like you know ESD uh, you know pliers and tweezers and whatnot. But um, this is an ESD mat, 
and we even test it with our power supply. This is the mat that you're using it on. I know. It's just, it's, what is this? It's a mat. Yeah. So it's uh, A4 size, so I don't know, it's like about, like a bit bigger than a piece of paper, so it's like about 15 um, by 9 inches or so. Nice shade of green. Uh, it's a green, so you can tell. That's the standard color of ESD. Um, it's got the kind of an anti-slip bottom and then this um, kind of soft silicone-y anti-stat mat top. Um, it's got a grounding connector here with a clip that's also a uh, banana. So you would connect this to the earth ground of your, if you have like a power supply or a multimeter or, you know, your wall adapter, whatever, this is how you would ground it. It's not naturally grounded. I mean, it's anti-static, but you want to connect it to an earth ground. So you could clip it to a chassis or something, check around your workbench. Uh, it's got like a nice long uh, springy connector. And then, um, yeah, it's about, uh, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like 10, maybe it's like 10 mega ohms from, from here to the other corner. So it's a little conductive enough to dissipate static, but not conductive enough to, um, you know, if you have something that's functioning, it's not going to affect it. Although if you have something that's capacitive touch, um, capacitive touch can sometimes be uh, sensitive to even higher resistances like couple mega ohms. Um, you can't measure the resistance with a multimeter. Um, I tried it first. You actually have to, so be people who get this, if you're like, hey, how come it's, you know, I checked with a multimeter and I couldn't read anything. Your multimeter is not sensitive enough. Instead, what you do is you um, measure by putting your multimeter into microampere mode and then uh, putting a voltage across this and then measuring the current draw. And that's how I kind of calculated it was a couple tenths of mega ohms, but handy, not too big. Fold it up, put it away, bring it out when you need an anti-stat surface. Okay, uh, next up, really excited about this. I used to work with Sony a million years ago, and to see their hardware in our Adafruit store is a dream come true. Yay. More so because it now runs CircuitPython. We wanted to wait until we got CircuitPython uh, running. It's still, you know, um, in, in beta for that. Um, but we have all the Sony boards. Yep, so this is the Sony's presence. There's a main board. There's an extension board that kind of gives it that Arduino Uno-esque layout mm -hmm. and a camera board. And yeah, it has Arduino support. Um, you can also use an RTOS, although I don't remember which one that they has gives you the most power. And it also has CircuitPython support. CircuitPython doesn't have like camera support yet, but it does have you know, basic functionality. It's a very powerful processor. Um, they're really beautiful and they're very interesting. It's a dual core. Yeah. Uh, I think there's like a GPS module. They're powerful. That's the antenna. And a couple other things. I mean, of course, there's a camera, yeah. there's sensors. Um, but it's really interesting. It's a very powerful chip. And, you know, it's, it's very Sony-esque, right? I mean, obviously, it's, it's beautiful it like and well-designed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the cool thing is you can just get the, the different ones, the, the pieces, or you can Voltron it up and just get uh, the pack that we have. Yeah, you only, the, only the, the center kind of feather-looking thing, it's not feather, but it looks a little bit like the feather size, that's the main driver. And then the extension board and the camera are optional. Yeah, but. so this is what you only need. But if you wanted to get this so it could have shields and, you know, other things with it, like SD card, get that. And then, you know, there's a camera. Yeah. But if you're looking, just get all in one. We have that. And we have a pack. Okay. Yep. That's this presence. Uh, by request, uh, we had somebody who wanted uh, to pick up a bunch of these Feather M0 Wi-Fi uh, feathers, but with the headers attached, we now have that. Um, this is one of our older feathers, but we did have a couple left over uh, from our project, so we put them in stock. Um, basically, no soldering is required. You just plug it in and you're feathering away. Okay, and we are now out of beta for Circuit Playground 
blue fruit. Yeah. In fact, this shows the, the previous one. I'll show the, um, the new one. I'll show the differences. So we're out of alpha. So we did a slight redesign yeah. that you can see here. Um, here's what changed um, with the design. So uh, if you look on the overhead, I'll point out things. So you can't really tell the difference because all code will work the same. But I did change the LEDs from uh, 0805 to 0603. And um, the resistors that are connected to them are also much larger. They're 10K resistors. So even though these LEDs are, are fairly bright, they use a ton less power because they're very high brightness LEDs and they're physically smaller. We also added a transistor switch. And this uh, PFET switch is connected to the NeoPixel and sensor power. So you can turn off the power to the light sensor, the temperature sensor, the 10 NeoPixels. Um, you can always turn off the speaker because it's always had a speaker enable. Uh, and you can turn off the microphone power as well. Um, and by doing that, you can bring the quiescent power, like the power of the Circuit Playground Bluefruit, down to a couple, like maybe 100 microamperes. Um, and that's including the on LED. So you can really drastically reduce um, the current usage for low power design, but you'll still have the accelerometer on. So you can like shake to have it activate or something. And then when you want to turn on the LEDs, you know you turn it on and the LEDs activate. So definitely save a lot of power. It's for low power usage. Again, by default, the uh, FET is activated. So all existing code will work. But if you want to be doing low power projects, um, get the new version that has the transistor here um, and the smaller LEDs. Uh, and you'll be able to put into low power mode. We also made a couple adjustments here to the antenna. Uh, Nordic gave us some suggestions on how to um, have a better antenna filter. Uh, so you'll just see a couple more components here. Again, it doesn't affect in a couple parts, you know, moved here and there. We made these larger, we made this crystal smaller, you know, nothing, um, again, nothing that will affect you that you can even notice unless you're looking for it. But um, I'm glad we did the first revision so people got yeah. a chance to look at it. And now we have a more final version that I think will make a lot of people happy and do more. And, uh Dave wrote, uh, Dave Stelso does uh, great form support and he's done great guides with us. Uh, shake and wake. That's right. You can, <laughs> you can shake and wake. Shake it and wake right. it. And it uh, still looks great. Yep. And it still fits in the case and still, again, Circuit Python works the same, Arduino works the same. Yep. Mostly just physical changes. Okay. Start a show besides the community and you, Lady Ada, is? The LPS 33 pressure sensor. Uh, now with uh, Stemma QT connectors. So it's a great match. This is an uh, ST uh, pressure sensor. And what's really neat about this is um, it's ported. So it's got like this little port you can see here. Yeah. So you can connect an O-ring and you can connect like a, um, a, a gasket and then um, a, a tube to it. Um, and the sensor is protected inside. It's got a gel coating. So it's protected against like, you know, caustic and, and wet materials. So we're going to actually try making a sip and puff sensor out of this because it's, it's a good quality sensor. It does, you know, pressure. You can see here as I put my finger over it, it uh, changes the, the pressure it detects because, you know, I'm, I'm covering and pressing down a little bit uh, to press the air in. There you go. And uh, of course, we can do, you know, negative pressure. And... It can do I squared C or SPI, and because it can do I squared C, we have it uh, connected here, you see, with a cable. So it just plugs right into the STM32 FO4 feather, 
Um, and then you can daisy chain an OLED display. Um, in this case, it's, it's handy. Yeah, it's just, you know, every quarter of a second, it prints out the pressure and temperature. Yeah. We have the LPS 35 in the store already, but this one is the ported version. So if you're wondering what's the difference, this one has a, a port. Otherwise, the code is the same. So you're actually going to use the same library. Um, and of course, it has these very handy plug and play connectors. So this is going to be very handy for people who want a ported pressure sensor um, from ST, a really high quality sensor with uh, protection on the sensing element. So you can use it in a lot of different environments. Okay, it uses Stemma, which is compatible with Quick and Gravity and Grove and yep. a bunch of others. And you know the STM32, it's plug and play, no soldering in this project at all. That's and cool. I'm instantly getting data out. Okay. New, 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 new. All right, new product recap. New, 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 new. We've got uh, these diffraction grading glasses that make your LED projects shimmer and shine. We've got an anti-stat mat. It's A4 size and it's got a grounding clip with a banana plug. Uh, perfect for if you want to protect delicate projects while you're working on them. Just ground um, the mat to a chassis ground or an earth ground nearby and you can work safely. We finally have the Sony Spresence projects in. We've got the main board, the extension board that the main board plugs into to give it that Arduino Uno form factor and a camera. So you can use this uh, with the Sony uh, Artos SDK. It's got Arduino support and it also has some CircuitPython support. We'll be writing a guide soon uh, to get people started on how to load CircuitPython onto their Sony's presence. We've got uh, the header assembled version of the SAMD21 uh, 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 Cortex-M0 plus Atwink 1500 Wi-Fi module. Uh, this is best used in Arduino. It doesn't have CircuitPython support this time, but it does come with headers now, so it's easy to plug and play into your projects. Uh, we've updated the Circuit Playground Bluefruit. It's better than ever. Um, it's software compatible and hardware physically compatible with old projects, but we've uh, done a great job reducing the um, quiescent power. We've added an ability to put it into low power mode um, so that you can use less than 100 microamps quiescent, even with the LED and accelerometer still active. Um, so really good for low power projects. We're probably gonna be doing a couple of those as we do more work on Bluetooth low energy. Also uh, improved the antenna bit. We also have a new product. Uh, this is from Brian, the LPS 33 uh, HW ported pressure sensor um, from ST. It's got a nice lip on it so you can attach an O-ring and uh, like a silicone um, tubing. It can do, I think, was it 200 to 1200 uh, Pascal. Uh, so it's like a, a nice wide range. And it's because it does I squared C, we've got uh, Stemma slash quick connectors on the side. So it's plug and play. We've got Arduino and CircuitPython code for it. New products. Okay, we got one top secret thing. Um, this was something we showed off uh, during the show and tell, but I figured that it was so good that uh, I, would show grab, twice. I would grab it from Paint Your Dragon off Twitter. So, what is this, Lady Ada? This is um, us experimenting with even bigger displays. So, we've got, you know, 240 by 240 displays, 320 by 240 displays, and we even got, of course, the 320 by 480 display. But what if I told you you could run an 800 by 480 pixel display on the SAMD51 with DMA? This is what we're showing here. It's got a 16-bit wide um, data path. So it's uh, a very large display, and we're writing a lot of pixels. But as you can see, we can write them very, very fast. 
because we have uh, DMA and assembly 51 and we can write 16 bits at once. Uh, so you, and under SPI, this would be way too slow. You wouldn't be able to get nearly this kind of frame rate. But um, so far, so good. This one's really hacked up into a Grand Central, but we're thinking maybe making like an ultra Pi Portal. What, did, what is it, beast mode? That's what we called it. Yeah, Pi Portal beast mode. So Pit Your Dragon has started uh, writing a driver in Arduino for this, and uh, we'll get that ported to CircuitPython at some point. Okay, back in the vault. Back in the vault with you. All right, everyone. Um, we're going to do some questions. Uh, head over to adafruit.it slash discord. We're going to answer your questions there. I'm also going to try to look in some of the other chats. But do log into Discord and uh, join us because we have 15,000 humans. But Discord, if we're going to be listed in their server discovery thing, they said we need everyone to log in more often because we aren't a video game. So you're not logged in 24 7. Um, we passed all the community checks. We have Except a safe environment. A thousand plus members, no bad words. All of our admins use two-factor authentication. Great, but... But we don't have the same amount of people logging in constantly that they want. So um, we're going to um, ask them if they can make an exception because we have people who come in like every 90 days. Every day in seven days and 30 days is, is, is a little intense for like, you know, an open source uh, electronics company. But we're going to ask anyways. But do join us and do log in once in a while. We'll answer your questions. Um, in Discord, and here are some. What do you think is next for Feather after the STM32 F405? Well, we've, there's always feathers coming out, but check out the Feather contest on Hackaday. You can see a lot of really cool feathers that are being designed in the community right now. Okay, you mentioned a digital pop board. Who made it and how do I contact them? Please post a link if possible. Digital pop board? The, the C. Grover thing? Oh, yeah, it's in the newsletter. Yeah. Yeah, adafruitdaily.com, and you can just uh, get the latest newsletter. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it. Um, and then one of the questions that someone had in the other, one of the other chats, uh, can you use the breath control thing with MIDI? Sure. Like, burp, 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 burp. Okay. Uh, does the new circuit playground blue fruit have the same uh, PN as the alpha? Yeah. It's the same part number we've just updated. Well, it's got a, a skew revision. So on the barcode, you'll see the revision code. Um, but if it's in the store now at Adafruit, it's the new version. Okay. And I will go to the permalink page. So this is for you, Charles. I'm going to put this in the chat. This is the newsletter, and you can see that project there and more. Okay. And uh, do you think Adafruit will go public? Um, so here's the like longish answer on this. Yeah. Um, it seems like companies that go public, it doesn't really work out for them, and they eventually become uh, jerks and evil things. It doesn't seem to be like you can be uh, good and be a publicly held company because you seem to have to serve people who don't care about the company. They just care about other things. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think about... What do we see in the news? Well, whatever public company, like Google right now, okay, they had don't be evil at first, and now yeah. now there's things that come up. Facebook, public company, I don't think anyone would say they're, they're in it for the good. So I think we're going to stay privately held. Um, I think that we're able to do open source, we're able to do puppet shows, we're able to, you know, there's not a lot of Adafruits, there's not a lot of... Um, 
open source hardware companies. I think there's only one that's owned by 100% owned by a woman. So um, I, we're pretty happy with this. Our customers seem to be happy too, because it seems to be a big distraction when everyone's looking at a stock price and not the quality of products and not the the things that they should do. Yeah. So we're not opposed to it if if the things can change for the better. Um, I think it's hard to be a really good cause and a good business and be publicly held. At least that's what I've seen so far. True. Okay. Uh, next up. I need a power boost that can both output 3 volts, 5 volts. Could you please make me one? Or sure. Make, make one. Yeah? I mean, maybe. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Thank you for staying private. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we'll be able to continue. Like, I'll give you an example. If... Um, if we were to get acquired by, like, not, like, a company who just didn't get it, they just saw the numbers, like, ooh, Adafruit's growing, like, we want to do that. The first thing they'd say is, like, Lamar has to get on the plan, I have to get on the plan, and we have to go, like, speak at events all the time, because yeah. that makes their, their company look good. And also, they'd say, you know what, you're wasting your time with this puppet show, and, like, why are you doing open source anyways? Um, you know, why, you know, we want to keep the IP. Like, that's what tends to happen. Yeah. So um, we'd have to find a company that has the same... There are companies that, that we've talked to that have similar values, um, but everything's working out pretty well right now. Yeah. Um, we're uh, we're probably going to have um, a really good November and a really good December, and thanks to everybody out there Kay. for making that happen. Let's see if we get any more. Uh, Is there a way to uh, permanently name a circuit playground blue for my students? will have many in a room for their final projects and could uh, use advice on matching a person with device. So permanent. Uh, yeah, you can, them. I mean, Sharpies are pretty permanent. You could put stickers on the, on the back too. You know, you could put label maker. That's, I mean, okay. like nothing's permanent, permanent. You can always get anything off. All right, uh, does the Stemma transistor make sense instead of using a relay? No, I think most people want a relay. I mean, it's, it's safer. Okay. You know, it's isolated. Uh, when will the Edge Badge be back in stock? As fast as possible. We are making tons. They are very popular. It turns out um, lots of people go to conferences, and there are electronic badges, but they're like $200, and no one can use them. Um, ours is, you know, yeah. 30-ish bucks, and uh, out of the box it works, and you don't need an ID. You just plug it in. Yeah. shows up as a drive. runs machine learning. runs CircuitPython. So a lot of events, and a lot of people are buying them up. Yes. Okay. Um, are your QT cables silicon-coated wire? No. No. Uh, the Mac in the Bluetooth module is unique, so... Um, yes. Yeah, okay. But the name shows up in the app. I think they're talking to each other. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jim says, don't go public, keep, don't get acquired, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Good. That's easy. Which, in your, when you have pad thai, what do you normally like to get in it? What, what's, what do you pick? Like tofus and veggies. Tofu, veggies, okay. okay. Alright. Everyone agrees. <laughs> They dare agreeing about the other thing. Um, oh, uh, sorry, I'm not clear. I mean, all the devices showing up in the Bluefer app, how does a person know which one is theirs? So uh, You can have different advertising names. You could do that. Um, you know, Sphero, I think they told us what they do. They, it's uh, No, we don't do that. No, no, no. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I was going to say what they did. They, they would have the, they put them in a pile, and then you would, they would turn one of them on, and, and then the, the student one. would go and get it. Yeah, but we don't bond, so yeah. that's, they're not guaranteed to get the same one later. So yeah. just change the, change the advertising name. Yeah. Okay. And I think those are all the questions. Yes. All right. 
Next up. We're going to give something away. What okay. do you want to give away? I thought we'd give away a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. New version. We will give away a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. What are the rules, idea? Rules are first person to call the magic phone number and answer the questions will win uh, product number 4333. Uh, you'll call the number when it appears on the screen. I'm going to ask you your name and where you're calling from and a project you're working on or you want to work on. And if you answer those questions, we'll send you out a Blue Fruit anywhere in the world. Free. That's a good deal. And they just have to call the number. I just call his number. When when he rings twice, I'm going to pick it up and say ahoy, ahoy, and that's how you know it's me. Okay. Free blue fruit. New version. Yeah. You can do low power. Okay. And um, one other programming note here. We are down to uh, 25 subscribers. Yep. So if you want to be native. Only 10% less. got to do it now. Oh. Okay. Whoa, it's kind of making a weird noise. Is it? Well, yeah. it's like, the phone's like 30 years old. Okay, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah, pick it up. Ahoy, ahoy. Hi. Hi. Congratulations, you've called in to Ask Engineer. What's your name and where you're calling from? Hi, my name is Julian, and I live um, in Montreal. All right, Julian, Montreal. Well, congratulations. Uh, because you were able to uh, call this phone number, you win a free Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. Yay! All, wow. you, all you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at adafruit.com, and say, hey, it's me from Montreal, and Julian, and I won a uh, Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, product number 4333, and they'll send that right out to you. All right, well, thank you so much. All right, what's the project you're working on or you want to work on? Um, at this time, I'm not working on any projects because I'm more like on school stuff. That's okay. Um, well, yeah, you got winter break time. soon, so yeah, good, well, good time. Yeah, I'm just finishing, like, school, and after that, well, I'll see where I go. Okay, <laughs> so all right. Now, well, congratulations. Don't forget to email support at adafruit.com to get your free prize, and good luck with finals. Thank you so much again. Okay, good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, easy. Okay. That was our show for tonight. Thank you, everybody. Yep, um, thank you, folks. Don't forget, the code is thank you, Eve. Thank you, Eve. Um, use that before midnight, 10% off in the different store. Everything is over gift certificates, Code Academy courses, and AdaBox. And speaking of AdaBox, don't forget, we only have 25 left as of right now. That's not um, many. Until I hit refresh, there's probably mm. more that are gone. Um, this ships out in just a few days. You'll get it in time for the holidays, as in Christmas, before the 25th, um, if that's what your jam is. Um, either way, it's a gift that keeps on giving. If you want to give it for someone else, you get one of these every single quarter. You start now with this box. Um, do it. We will run out for sure, probably by tomorrow. So I would get on this tonight. And with that is our show. Thank you, everyone, Thanks for making everybody. this a very special year. We're thankful for all of you out there who watch, all of our Adafruit team members that are out there, remote and also local. Special thanks to... Takara. Takara, who's Yay. in Slack, helping to run things behind the scenes and more. Um, also, just, you know, uh, I, I like Takara, so I, it's, I get to have cool co-workers and stuff like that. You do. So, anyways, uh, thanks, Takara. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Takara helped out with uh, some of the first stuff I needed to do with um, Blinka when we got the temporary tattoos. And I want to, the, the only thing I'm not thankful for is I wish I had more time because there's projects I want to do with a lot of the team. She has a Never born. excellent knowledge of the just Steven Universe stuff. So when our Steven Universe project, that we're, now it's going to be an ornament because we missed the Halloween stuff. Um, I want to ask Takara to work on that one. Yeah. Anyways, I, gotta, I, gotta, I have I have to do's. Um, 
but uh, thanks to all of our customers out there, all of our community, and thanks for everyone who keeps this thing going. There's only one Adafruit, and there's only one of you, and we found each other. So thank you, folks. We'll and see we don't want to go public. Yeah, well, unless it worked out. I mean, here's the other thing. I'll, 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 say, I'll say this about us. Um, sometimes we go and do things so we can go be a good example and be good leadership. Like, we're joining some foundations and some groups and some things so we can go in there and kind of, like, spread the way we do stuff. Because we think, you know, being open and transparent and doing cool stuff in the community and bringing all sorts of different people together is a good idea. Maybe we can do that in some of these technology um, uh, places that, that need a little hope go in that direction. So uh, thank you, everyone. And uh, don't forget to visit us next week. We are still doing this. Um, I think every Wednesday all the way to the end of the year, we have a show. Well, in two weeks, we have an unboxing. And we have an unboxing. All right. So we'll see everybody next week. Here is your moment of Zener. Thanks, everybody.